You're listening to BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. It's the bigger picture, and I'm Mira Sivasudi. K. Avina Devi was, as her uncle put it, given a death sentence before she could even speak. Born with spina bifida, a birth defect that involves the incomplete development of the spinal cord or its coverings, Avina was not expected to survive infancy. But survive she did, though she has had to spend most of her time in a wheelchair and has undergone numerous surgical procedures throughout her life, amongst many other challenges. With a veritable vault of stories from her sick. 16 years of living with this condition, she has now chronicled some of her journey into a book called What's Your Problem? And she joins me today together with publishing consultant from Rhythm House Publishing, Sheila Singham, to share their stories. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Avina, do you get asked about your condition a lot? How do you explain it to people? Yes, I do. And uh, it's, it's simple. I start off saying uh, spinal bifida is a split spine. I was born with a split spine and uh, that uh, got me to have nerve damage. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I have a. Uh, I was had to go through a surgery that had um, had a tube that had implanted tube because I had all water in my brain. So that was one of the first surgeries I had to go through to survive. <laughs> okay, how old were you at this stage? Uh, baby. You're a baby. baby. All right. As soon as you were diagnosed, your doctors and parents launched into action. Now, walk us through what really happened step by step. Did you go through this surgery as a, as a baby already? Yes, okay. I did. And, and then after which you had seven surgeries? Yes. At what stages? Uh, the first five was uh, from a baby until I was seven. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, other two was uh, when I was 13 to 14 years old. Okay. Yeah. How did you cope? I mean, as a child going through all those surgeries, um, what did you, how, how did you feel? Mm, when I was a baby till seven, I didn't really um, take it that hard for me. Mm-hmm. And But when I was the first two, 13 to 14, it was kind of scary. Yeah, because you're more aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm more aware. And okay. uh, But I had my parents... All, always with me right. so it wasn't that scary just having to go through the theater and seeing all those you know the knives and the <laughs> all that. it was scary but thank god I you're over it, it now yeah, over now it. having said all of that you swim you paint you write you go to school uh-huh. um, you know yet you have to do things slightly differently how exactly has this condition impacted your life physically basically I can't walk and that's a really a big thing for me and having having to maybe it's already changed my life I've already learned how to sacrifice things like you know not going out with my brothers and sisters and all that so I've already understood that why I can't do mm-hmm. that and that changed me already as okay. a what was schooling life like? schooling life was fun mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a playground for me yeah uh, because new people and my, my parents weren't always with me and school time was that time where I could just be myself and it was, it was great Right. You went to normal school? First, yes. Uh, my primary school, I did go. Mm-hmm. Then I had to drop out for an incident that happened. Okay. And uh, and then after a year, I went to a Christian school. And uh, they, those, they teach American syllables. So I was there for five years. And I had to drop out because uh, they shifted to another building, which I uh, didn't have facilities. Yeah. So I had to stop again. And uh, I was doing homeschooling for a very long time also. And uh, that didn't work that much because it was American syllables. And uh, we couldn't get teachers that uh, could teach American syllables. So then we dropped out as well. I right. dropped out as well. Then after that, 
I thought to just concentrate on uh, other things such as art and swimming. Right. So that's what you do most now. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, you write. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What have some of your greatest challenges been spiritually and mentally? I can imagine. I mean, I've spoken to a whole range of people who mm-hmm. are disabled, who are wheelchair bound, mm-hmm. and it's a real challenge for them just getting from one place to another. They can't that's even true. go to work because of the, this country lacks the infrastructure. So how how do you plan? You're 16. Uh-huh. What are your, some of your dreams? Of course, walking mm-hmm. would be the first. And basically, simple. Just having you know, wanted to go to college and have a degree in something. Simple as that. Are you planning to do that? Yes, definitely. Okay. Spiritually and mentally, how do you keep yourself going? Uh, when I'm stuck in certain challenges, uh, first thing I go to is praying, of course. And then my art came about and I that got me to release my uh, stress here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did your family cope with, with you know your your condition and you know you needed extra attention? How did they all cope with it? Uh, they coped quite well actually. It was like you know I was meant to be <laughs> disabled. They did very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister and brother. It was difficult first, and after that my parents you know uh, spoke to them and and make them understand what was going on with me. And then they took it like you know I was a normal child. Mm-hmm. Are you all much closer today? Yes, of course. Yes, I'm sure. Now tell us about some of your support network. You have lots of friends, relatives, doctors. How have they influenced your life? Um, I have uh, my parents, of course. They they show so much love and support in everything I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I have an uncle as well. His name is Uncle Bala. He always took um, every in every negative situation. He took the positiveness out of it. And he told me that one day, you know, I'll be a big person. I'll make up and I'll make my life beautifully and all that. So those stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends, in a way, they've been just. Um, normal like just being themselves and being yourself around me having you know not see me Avina on the wheelchair but just Avina and that got me to I mean I've changed okay even on that and you've now written this book now the Rhythm Housing House Publishing Young Writers Program was um, initiated and Avina is part of that program Sheila can you tell us about this Young Writers Program Yeah, well, last year we thought that there's a dearth of young writers in Asia, in Malaysia. So we thought, being a publishing house, let's give some of these young people who can write or who've got a good story to tell the opportunity to um, write, you know, write a book or whatever they want to write, whether it's self-improvement or a book of fiction. Now, generally, Rhythm House Publishing is a publishing house which was set up with the mission of publishing books that would sort of help people improve themselves, you know, give them certain knowledge and skills to help them change the way they're doing things to achieve better results, so to speak. And we don't really do fiction, However, because the, of the young writers' workshop, we do know that young people like uh, reading fiction mm-hmm. or fictionalized accounts of something. So we thought we would um, allow that under the young writers' program. So um, Avina first came to our attention when we saw an article she had written in the Star, and we looked at it and said, "Hey, that's a nice, uh, poignant story, you know, that she's written." Um, it showed an awareness of, um, you know, wanting to create awareness about about disabled people and what they have to go through. 
So she was very excited at the thought of learning to write. We said, would you like to come and be an intern at Rhythm House? And she said, okay. So we spoke to our publisher, um, Datin Nomeale Swaran, and she said, okay, that's a good idea because um, our publisher is somebody who's always uh, keen on a cause, you see. So this was a cause to develop young people. So um, then we decided to um, bring her in and, and train her on how to write and uh, then she said I'd like to write a book we said okay so how did you it? how did you feel you know when you were given this opportunity I was happy of course <laughs> very very happy I can imagine yeah and um, I like the fact that people wanted to hear my story felt like it was worth it so I, I got in and said yes and I did it okay and um, you have penned down all your thoughts mm-hmm. um, in this book called um, What's Your Problem and how did the title come about? I was actually uh, given the option by Mrs. Sheila as well mm-hmm. so I, I liked it well it's actually What's Your Problem in you know? so it's this thing about everybody out there is going uh, young people moaning and groaning about their lives a lot of people moan yes. and groan so Avina is like hey I'm in a wheelchair what's your problem so that's how the title came yeah. about okay Avina your very first chapter talks about how a fire drill changed your life can you explain to us what happened um, if exact meaning uh, it was a class time and my mom wasn't there normally she would but that particular day she had an errand so she could, uh, she didn't be there so when this uh, when the principal announced there was a fire drill all the teachers uh, all the teacher and the students all ran out and having me to be sitting on the chair and the table my wheelchair was quite far I couldn't reach the wheelchair and I was quite uh, how you say I was quite confused I didn't know what was going on and uh, that's the part when my mom was coming in and the teacher was telling her go take your daughter it's a fire drill so you know in that moment she, my mom was kind of terrified she took me out and I would have been living if I was your mom yeah and all that terrified she was you know angry my parents were angry so that's exactly what happened okay what did that tell you about people in general Uh, able-bodied people (laughs) when I was seven I didn't really think in that way but I was angry I was angry because uh, my mom put it in a way that uh, they left you you know how can they leave you and I felt just sad just simply sad that how can they leave me you were seven I was seven goodness now um, the book also includes snippets from the many people in your life who in particular Uh, my mom and dad Mm -hmm. my sister and brother my uncle Bala and my cousin sister. Okay. They were the people that was uh, that uh, was involved with the whole true journey of my life. All right. Were there times when you used your condition to yeah. play upon the emotions of those around yeah. you? Yeah. Yes. Were I you did. tempted to do? Oh, you have <laughs> yes, done it. I have. I have. <laughs> Just to get sympathy and get sometimes whatever I want. When I was young, yeah. 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 Not anymore. I'm Not sure. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are your su- some of your ultimate goals? Do you want to be a writer? Uh, yes, of course I want to be a writer and also concentrate on my art. So that's the only two things that's in my mind for mm-hmm. now. So I suppose this is your first step towards writing. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, first few was the articles, there was mm-hmm. magazine and the newspaper and now the book. Okay. And um, do you think Malaysians read enough, Sheila? Actually, no. Mm-hmm. I I sometimes look at the bestseller lists of the um, you know in the newspapers, and I look at fiction, for example, and it's all pretty fluffy stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
some do read self-development books and biographies and all, but I really lament the fact that people don't read much in Malaysia. Not everyone, and there is a segment of people really voracious readers. That's why um, publishing houses like Rhythm House Publishing to survive, and also bookstores like Borders and Kinokuniya are full of people in the weekends, but not enough, I think, mm. especially young people. Given that circumstance, um, what makes you think that as a publisher, people are going to pick up this book? Um the title it's it's a very it's a cute title like what's your problem i would look at a book like that the design it's easy to read yeah the story of a, a young disabled girl who has managed to overcome challenges in her life and is driven by an ambition to go somewhere i think that's really an interesting story so mm. i it's simple it, and i i think that um, a lot of Malaysians who do want to read, they don't want to read anything that's like really heavy or serious. No? So this book is, in, in a way, it's a light look at her experiences, yet there's a compelling message there and that she keeps telling people, hey, look, if I can do it, what are you complaining about? Don't sit and whinge about your life, just get on with it. And and people like books like that. It, it, it's You know, you'd be surprised. We, people like bad news. They, they read a lot yes. of bad news in the papers. But people also like heartwarming stories, you know, because it just gives you a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling inside. And and this book, although I was involved in the production of the book as the publishing consultant, every time I, I what I did when the book came back from the printers was to look at it. And I, I kind of knew this book, right? But I looked at it and read it cover to cover in one sitting, and, and I felt touched by it, you know. So it still continued to move me. So I think um, that's why people would pick up this book. Right. Do you have anything else planned to get this book out there? Roadshows, you know, um, book reviews? Well, given the fact that Avina's just gone to school and, uh, you know, she, she's not that mobile on her own, yes, we would want to have book uh, signing, um, you know, ceremonies at, at bookshops. Uh, we are having a launch, right? Her, her book is being launched today, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And um, we have done some print um, media reviews as well that will be coming out after the launch and we're also marketing it um, through several avenues you know that we've got people who've already booked like 20 copies and 40 copies and they want to take it and they want to go and give it to other people mm-hmm. how much is it priced at it's uh, 21.90 that's very affordable very affordable <laughs> okay Avina are you still in school at the moment yes I have the same school that I dropped out mm-hmm. uh, they've shifted to another building that uh, has facilities for me so I just continue where I stopped brilliant and these facilities came about just recently Uh, yeah when they shifted the building it was already there right okay we we have to have more schools like this don't we that's true (laughs) okay Um, your advice to anyone facing trying times or living with adversity what would you like to say to them my message is kind of simple Uh, if I can do it if I can um, want something in my life and want to achieve something in my life, what's your problem? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And what would you like to say to able-bodied people? Enjoy life and just work towards whatever you want and you can definitely get it because that's what I did. Right. And I just want to really want to achieve something to prove um, to my parents, not anyone else, my parents that I, I can do it. Right. Your final message, Sheila? 
My final message to readers out there is to pick up this simple, attractive little book. You can read it in a, an hour or two and pass it on to your children. And every time your children out there are complaining that I don't have the latest iPod or the latest Blackberry, take this book and say, hey, this is somebody who doesn't have all of that and she just wants to walk, you know. So it's a great message to adults, children. And my message also is to young people, adults, anybody out there in Malaysia, if you have a story to tell and you want to tell that story, do come and talk to Rhythm House Publishing because we're so open to helping people tell interesting stories that are going to help others, um, you know, build their lives up. And Avina, I'm sure you will walk one day. Thank you. What's Your Problem will be launched today and it is available at major bookstores. The book is endorsed by Bhakti Mind and the Spina Bifida Association of Malaysia, which will receive a portion of proceeds from the sale of each book. It is priced at 21 ringgit 90 cent. You can pick it up at major bookstores. Thank you both for joining us. K. Avina Devi and Sheila Singham talking to us about the book titled What's Your Problem on the Bigger Picture BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9 The Business Station.